Okay, okay, here I am yet again, yet again, yet again. It's the Midnight Skeptic, and here's my play in music. You are listening to KPCA LP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not, necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, as my uh, YouTube people out there can see, I'm wearing my very respectable blue solid shirt. So let's get this thing underway. This is the Midnight Skeptic Show number 103. And uh, it'll be broadcast out to an unsuspecting world on Sunday the 15th at uh, the usual time, 9 p.m. Petaluma Pacific Time. And on the East Coast, it will be midnight for my fans and watchers out there. Okay, today, today uh, is Wednesday, January 11th, and uh, it's a little bit after five. And uh, last night, or last week's show, went okay with the recording problems that I had run into before. So, hopefully, that will be the case this time. Okay, um, blah, blah, blah. My views are not necessarily the views of KPCA or Petaluma Community Access, although they should be and probably are. Okay, the Midnight Skeptic is proudly woke and um, is helping. This will be my new tagline from now on helping to rid this country of GOP MAGA-head Republicans one broadcast at a time. Um, Cosplaying, cosplaying, militia boys carrying and caressing their long, hard AK-47 barrels, comma, racists, comma, fearful of their kids learning real history in school, right-wing Christian fundamentalists, parents trying to keep their children from expressing their true selves, and GOP politicians who use cruelty and fear as their road to elected office. Those are the targets of the dreaded midnight skeptic. But being woke... I see hope. This show will not be a a political hate rant. I'll leave that to uh, Fox Spews. Will I ever change any right-wingers' minds? Uh, Probably not. But this show reduces my own stress levels and angst. And I hope it will work for you, my lefty listeners. Send all hate mail and death threats to 
themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. I'll get it, and I'll deal with it in the uh, appropriate manner. Um, I have had some suggestions uh, in the past from listeners here and there, and uh, they say that uh, I shouldn't be such a downer. I, I should look for good news. Well, I've been doing that. I've been really, really, really trying. Uh, I always try to uh, begin my show with some kind of good news and end the show with some kind of good news, okay? And I'll keep that up. If there's any other constructive suggestions out there, send it to the same place, themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. Okay, shout outs. All right, the State of the Free Press 2023 by Mickey Huff and Andy Lee Roth is out now. It's been out for about a week and a half or so. And if you want a copy of this, if you want a signed copy of this, uh, go to projectcensored.org, O-R-G, to order a signed copy. Mickey and Andy, well, maybe, will remember how to sign their names. So it uh, is destined to become a collector's item. Okay, uh, more shout-outs. Uh, locally, John Crowley at the Aquas Cafe, which has evolved into uh, somewhat of a community here in Petaluma. Uh, Tom Gaffey, the manager of the Phoenix Theater, which is also evolved into a community of uh, mainly alternative teens uh, here in Petaluma. And Nariman, Tom and Nancy, Keith and Cody, Kevin and Lori up in Katati, Rich and Kathy and Sebastopol, Dennis and Meg down in Tiburon, uh, the rich enclave. Okay, in San Francisco, Yvonne Santos. And in uh, Pacifica, Stan and Kathy Gustafson. And um, Ms. Miller, Susan Miller, uh, the community lefty down in Pacifica, uh, down to L.A., Jackie and Wayne Kolar, and their two daughters, uh, Melanie and Samantha, who listen in occasionally. Uh, Arizona, my brother Brandon and his wife Mina, and their daughter Andrea, who is a nurse. Please, please take care of yourself. Wear your PPEs. COVID, a new variant, is coming back and Andrea's my niece, and her husband Tim and their three little terrorists. Uh, their words, not mine. Uh, in Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Amelia Beamer and Nelson and Alice Lydell. North Carolina, Dr. Dave Rubin, the world's finest lung doctor. Uh, Long Island, Geraldine Goldfinger, and the Sonora crowd, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, and Brad and Martha Fisher, their children. Martha, also a nurse. Take care of yourself, Martha. Stay healthy. Avoid the latest COVID strain. Daryl Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, Kathy Francis, Lynn Quayle, John Gleason, and his two daughters, Tiffany and Jennifer. They listen in occasionally. 
Okay, and uh, then all the way down in Mexico City, an ex-Sonora eighth-grade student, uh, Rosamalia Lopez Negrete. Uh, Buenos, I guess it's still Tardes, Rosamalia. Buenos Tardes. Okay, bad news, GOPers. It looks like there are more deplorable extremist MAGA Republicans in the current uh, House of Representatives GOP caucus than there were before. Mm. Um, Quote from freshman Representative Corey Mills, who is a Republican from Florida who celebrated... uh, Kevin McSpineless's victory as speaker by tweeting uh, a sick joke about Paul Pelosi. That's just so typical of Republicans. They're just like the schoolyard bullies that you tried to avoid back in grammar school. Mm. Okay, anyway, this is a quote. His tweet, quote, finally... One less gavel in the Pelosi house, meaning in San Francisco, for Paul to fight with in his underwear. Uh, Okay, that's a direct tweet. Mills, uh, Representative Corey Mills, describes himself as a, quote, a husband, a father, a patriot, a combat vet, an entrepreneur, and foreign policy expert. Well, that's BS. And uh, a true American conservative. He should have just said MAGA head. That would have uh, covered all of these things. Okay, in response... Eric Swalwell, our House of Representatives uh, guy from um, the South Bay, tweeted, the public needs to, quote, see the indecency that makes up the House GOP. He owes Speaker Pelosi an apologize. Well, he's not going to get it. Okay, uh... Real, real good news. Okay, WWF, World Wrestling Federation wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is a great quote from him. And there's going to be a couple of uh, swear words, but this is in a quote from him. So I can say it. It's not my words. They're his quote. Quote, I'm for same-sex marriage. I don't give a shit if two guys, two gals, guy, gal, whatever it is, I believe that any human being in America or any human being in the goddamn world that wants to be married, and if it's same-sex, more power to them. Okay, now... WWE and WWF and all of the other wrestling organizations, one might think that they are like uber masculine. Well, they are 
and they're built up and they work out and they're in shape. But um, that those organizations are not necessarily uh, founts of anti-gay sentiment. They're, well, first of all, they're human beings. Um, you know, some of them might be re registered Republicans or MAGA heads, but uh, the vast majority are just very, uh, dare I say it, woke people who are accepting and wish everybody the best that the world has to offer. And I really congratulate Stone Cold Steve Austin for saying this. You know, I'm, I used to way, way back watch wrestling on TV. Um, I remember um, Popper, Pepper Gomez and Don Manukian, and then way before them, uh, Gorgeous George. Google him if you want to find out what the early uh, television wrestling was like. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, in, as a matter of fact, specifically Google Gorgeous George. Uh, I believe, although I have no way of knowing this for sure, that he was probably gay. Okay. Or at least uh, a trans. Okay. Uh, okay, a new topic. Uh, good gun safety news. Illinois Governor J.D. Pritzker on Tuesday, which is yesterday, this is Wednesday, um, the 10th of January, he signed a bill that caps the sale of high-capacity ammo magazines it bans switches on handguns that allow them to be fired automatically and strengthens red flag laws. It goes into effect immediately, today, uh, and strengthen. Oh, it goes into effect immediately, but those who own such weapons are not required to give them up, but owners of semi-automatic rifles will be required to register them. Baby steps. But at least it's a step. Bill passed the state Senate um, 34 to 20 Monday, the Illinois State Senate, and 68 to 41 in the Illinois House. It, this was happened on Tuesday, and then it went right to J.D. Pritzker's desk, the governor, uh, where he signed it. Okay, guess who the gun nuts are that voted against it? Um, that's a rhetorical question. We all know that the GOP MAGA heads are the ones who... Uh, voted against it, and of course the NRA and the GOA, Gun Owners of America, will, will bring lawsuits trying to stop this law, even though it doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot to 
Take our guns away from us. Sip. Uh, this is orange juice today. Mm. All right. Uh, sort of bad news. Some government records were found in an office that President Biden used when he was vice president. His attorneys found them at the Pin Biden, that's capital P-E-N-N hyphen Biden Center, and a couple of them had classified status stamped on them. Um, they were immediately turned over to the National Archives. It was a total of uh, 10 documents altogether. I don't know how many of them were actually classified, two or three, not many. <sighs> of course, the GOP MAGA heads all jumped onto the both-sider bus where House GOP Representative Mike Turner requested a quote-unquote damage assessment. The MAGA heads will try to create a false equivalence to the criminal orange sociopathic bloat bags stealing boxes and boxes of classified documents to take down with him to his uh, Mar-a-Lago retreat. Uh, there is no equivalence. Uh, Biden and his attorneys, the very next day after they found them, turned them into the National Archives, which is what should have been done, as opposed to the orange sociopathic bloat bag who insisted that these are mine, they're mine, like a seven-year-old, and um, stored not just at Mar-a-Lago, but there were some that were found later at a a storage facility off-site from Mar-a-Lago. Um, uh, okay, I, I, it says in my notes here to just to riff on this topic. Time check. Okay. It's working. Everything is working. Whew. Um... Um, when the orange sociopathic bloat bag came down that golden escalator in Trump Tower to announce his running for president, uh, that wasn't the beginning of MAGA heads. It wasn't the beginning of right-wing hate trolls. Um, they go back quite a ways the very, very beginning of them was um, the beginning in 1980 of, in the Reagan election. And I'll go into that at some point later on. But uh, we've had the beginning of the Dark Ages from like 1980 
uh, all the way up to kind of now. It's sort of fading out now, with the exception of the um, election uh, in November, where um, the MAGA head hate base uh, GOP gained a, a slight edge in the uh, House of Representatives, and they finally um, voted on a leader, uh, oh, uh, Kevin McSpineless. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. He owes so much and owes so many favors to the uh, real Speaker of the House, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Bobert. Um, those two, by the way, are in a uh, severe catfight, and I don't know what the real issue is. They're both creeps, um, but uh, I'm I'm reading things online and in the newspapers about how they're going after each other. Um, I think uh, Bobert was a, a a never McSpineless and. Uh, McSpineless gave Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, a lot of committee assignments and promises to this or that. And uh, so they're not really on the same team within the Republican caucus. But uh, drama, drama, drama. Oh, maybe the orange sociopathic bloat bag and his influence will gradually fade out over time. One can only hope. Another sip of my orange juice here. All right. Okay, well, I'm, I'm way off my notes, as you can probably see. Okay, uh, good news, real good news. And unfortunately, this good news had to be done. Uh, the House of Representatives uh, passed a bill a few weeks ago to award the Congressional Gold Medal to Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie Till Mobley. And that was done uh, December 10th of 22, last year. Um the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill, which was opposed by Senator Rand Paul, a Republican from Kentucky, um, was passed by the House on uh, uh, January 28th of 22 and passed the Senate on... Uh, March 7th of 22, it amends the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act of um, October 22nd, 2009. Okay, now let me tell you who, remind you, remind my listeners who these guys are. Matthew Shepard was that gay guy in uh, Wyoming, uh, forgetting the town right now, uh, the largest town in Wyoming. Damn, brain freezes. 
Anyway, um, he was at a bar, and these two early 20s cowboy magahead yahoos uh, were afraid that he was hitting on them. You know, he he's gay, and I guess Matthew Shepard was sort of into cowboys. Well, who else is up there in Wyoming? Okay, anyway... They lured him out into uh, the back country, uh, beat him senseless, and tied him up uh, late at night. This all happened late at night, and tied him to a fence where he died. Um, this this article that I'm reading from my notes, uh, I forget whether the two guys were convicted of anything i think they were but anyway doesn't help him much and um oh and james bird jr oh god this is horrific in texas uh these three white guys uh, james uh, bird jr is a black guy who was gay they, I don't know the circumstances about why they decided to pick on him. I mean, in Texas, it's enough that you're black. They'll pick on you. Um, they Anyway, they chained him to the back of a, a pickup truck and dragged him for miles and miles. And, you know, there was not a whole heck of a lot left of his body when they decided to cut him loose. And again, I, I don't know the circumstances of the trial or how long it took law enforcement authorities to arrest these three guys, but uh, I think they were, and I don't know what the sentence was. But anyway, this, um, ooh, this uh, bill named the Matthew Shepard and James Bird Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act of um, that uh, Obama signed, which expanded the 1969 federal hate crimes law to include victims' actual or perceived gender, sexual orientation, uh, gender identity or disability. Okay, now, who do you possibly think would oppose this? Well, here I am to tell you. <sighs> the, the need for such laws is not... Uh, is not a, a good look for our country um, and the rise of right-wing Christian nationalists influence in this country is is and has helped along what I like to call the the orange sociopathic bloat bag dark ages in this country it hasn't all been bad but uh, it's been bad enough that uh, we need laws like this. Okay. Um, 
In my notes here, I um, wrote down the orange sociopathic bloat bag in 2015. I was reminding myself of when that creep came down the gold escalator with his rent-a-wife. Um, okay, I'm getting back to who was opposed to this. Okay, James Dobson, founder of Focus on the Family, opposed the act, and this is his quote, It will muzzle people of faith who dare to express their moral and biblical concerns about homosexuality. Focus on the family. Now, um, he and other faith leaders oppose this because uh, they're all opposed to the LGBTQ community and they want to express their Christian hate to these groups. Mm. And uh, irregardless of whether their expression of this Christian hate will motivate some people to actually commit hateful crimes like um, was committed against Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Mm. Uh, I, I Probably not, but I'm going to say this anyway. I think James Dobson would uh, describe the perpetrators of uh, the crime against um, Matthew Shepard as their hearts were in the right place. They were spreading the love of Jesus to um, a misguided Matthew Shepard. They loved the sinner. They just hated the sin. Hmm. Now, I, he didn't say that, but uh, I imagine that he was thinking that. All right. Okay. Use of words, use of words. I consider myself to be a, a word merchant of sorts, and uh, the meanings of words uh, are important, and they change people's thinking. And um, which brings me to this phrase. It's a beautiful phrase, semantic infiltration. And um, the term was not coined by, but it was put into wide use by a former senator and former UN ambassador, uh, Patrick Moynihan, Moynihan of Massachusetts. In the, it was in the late 70s. Okay. And the... De, the de, uh, I need a sip. Another sip of orange juice. And the uh, definition of semantic infiltration is, quote, the process 
whereby we come to adopt the language of our adversaries in describing political reality, unquote. And then uh, later on, he goes in to say, we pay for small concessions at the level of language with large setbacks. Okay, I'm going to give you some examples of this. And um, uh, this creepy dude who works for the Manhattan Institute in uh, New York, uh, Christopher Rufo, is a master at this, as are a lot of uh, messaging gurus uh, of the right-wing ilk in their think tanks who uh, spend their days trying to figure out ways to um, bamboozle the left. Democrats and the left and progressives and liberals have just got to get their act together and fight back with semantic infiltration. Well, fortunately, I'm here to help. Okay. Uh, where am I? Christopher Rufo and MAGA head think tanks are great at this. Okay. The word of 2022 and, and this year, grooming. Um, oh, I'm, okay, I'm trying to think of uh, Bloatbag Jr., the governor of Florida's press secretary, Christina... Pushar, I, th I think that's her name. I may be getting her last name right. She is big on using grooming uh, when she's describing teachers. Um, all right. And grooming really is through words or deeds, getting younger children ready for sexual exploitation. And uh, the right-wingers, the MAGA heads, the followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag are going to be using this term to uh, promote their agenda of, this is another one, parental rights. Now, well, who could be against parental rights? That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, I'm riffing. I'm off my notes. Okay. Uh, Christopher Rufo was the guy um, who um, pushed and promoted and spread this idea of CRT. I don't want any talk about how we had slaves in this country. Fire the teachers who won't say that blacks were happy be being slaves. Mm. Okay, that's Christopher Rufo. Um, boycott this guy. I hope that no women will ever date him. I don't know whether he's married or not, but uh, if he is, 
I don't know. What what woman would marry this creep? Okay, uh, another phrase that's being tossed around by right-wing hate mongers, especially uh, the Christian nationalist, is gender ideology. It's, it's like it's a political theory. They just will not uh, recognize that gender dysphoria is a real thing that um, is that affects some young kids, not a whole heck of a lot, some adults, um, and uh, they just, I think, I think the influence of Christian nationalism is that God don't make no mistakes. If you got a pee-pee between your legs, then you a boy. If you got a wooey between your legs, then you a girl. Ain't no gray area. Mm. That's my uh, stupid impersonation of uh, pastor so-and-so of the fundamentalist Bible church. Uh, if you people out there get the idea that I don't like uh, fundamentalist Christianity, uh, you're right. Uh, I have always said, and I'll say it again, I'm probably going to say it on every show, uh, all religions are misogynistic. Why a woman or a girl would adopt any religion is just beyond me. Ah, okay. Wake up, women. Okay. Where, where am I? Am I speaking literally or figuratively? Mm. Okay. Oh, another one. Uh, semantic infiltration. Just the very word values has come to be associated with uh, right-wing Christian hate groups. Uh, we're for values. And um, it, that that's not a in normal usage. Well, Christians aren't normal. In, in normal usage, the word values is uh, doesn't come with any... Um, political or religious connotation, uh, but they've seized upon that word, and in a lot of cases, they've uh, appended the word family to values, to make family values. You hear this all the time. And in fact, the very word family, um, because of semantic infiltration, has come to mean only uh, white, middle-class, conservative, evangelical families, which is, you know, they've kind of won the battle in that regard. Well, don't let them, the evil Christians, get away with it. Oh, okay. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, another semantic infiltration. The love of Jesus. Now, how Christian fundamentalists, right-wingers, interpret 
the love of Jesus uh, is um, because of semantic infiltration means only the love that Jesus would have for white evangelical Christian nationalists. Um, Christians will say to a, a non-Christian, we love you so much that we want to help you be just like us so you can bask in the love of Jesus. I'm getting a phone call. I, I got to write down the number. I don't know who this is. 6394. Okay, I'm sorry for the interruption. I will call them back later. Okay. Um, okay. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be loved by the types of Christians um, that we have. Oh, okay. Uh, one of my tutoring students is on the wrestling team here at uh, Casa Grande High School, and the match will be starting in about a half an hour. The mother um, is calling me to let me know that, uh, you know, Casa Grande High School, which is a great high school here in Petaluma, is just about five blocks down the, uh, down the road. Okay, I... After I get through with this and after I get it uh, downloading on uh, YouTube, I'm going to go down there and watch it. Okay. Okay, another term, indoctrination. Well, according to the right-wing GOP MAGA heads, that's all the teachers do. Um, I, um, I admit that most teachers are of a, to some degree, a progressive or liberal in their thinking. Uh, real knowledge and education makes people naturally um, liberal and progressive. Well, Republicans can't have that. That's why they're so uh, down on public education. Hmm. Uh, uh, what was the uh, Secretary of Education under the orange sociopathic bloat bag? Betsy DeVos. She, if it were up to her, would uh, do away with public education and, um, you know, have nothing but uh, fundamentalist charter schools if it were up to her. Thank God that the orange sociopathic bloat bag and Betsy DeVos is gone. Uh, he, the orange sociopath, is not quite gone. His influence, or should I say stench, will linger on for probably a couple more years. I hope that in 2024, he just ruins the Republican Party. Whew, 
Ranting burns up calories. Uh, another sip of orange juice. Mm. All right. Okay. New topic. Uh, real good news. The 3M company will phase out manufacturing of forever chemicals. I'm not going to go down all of the uh, uh, chemical formulas for all these things or their names, but they've been lumped together as um, a category called forever chemicals because they hang around in our environment, well, forever, and try to get them out of the 3M company. We'll try to get them out of all their products within two years. They are in non-stick cooking wear, water repellent, sports gear, stain-resistant rugs, cosmetics, and many other products since the late 1940s. Okay, they're P-F-A-S. Okay, I'm going to attempt this. Polyfluoroalkyl substances. P-O-L-Y-F-L-U-O-R-O-A-L-K-Y-L. Polyfluoroalkyl substances. And... These things are proven carcinogens, and uh, they accumulate in the bodies of both human and animals, and is extremely cancerous. The EPA requires Superfund cleanups at chemical manufacturing uh, sites like uh, 3Ms. They have a number of factories uh, scattered around, mostly up in the Wisconsin and Minnesota area, um, the upper Midwest in any event. Okay, uh, here's a major thing that I want to get off my chest. Um, and, uh, okay, it's been 46 minutes. All right, everything is working fine. Okay, this segment is called Reality. Okay, and I regret, uh, I, the midnight skeptic, regret that some of my um, compatriots on the far, far left have fetishized Julian Assange, and they term him as a persecuted journalist. He founded WikiLeaks, an international nonprofit that collects news leaks from anonymous sources in the name of transparency and freedom of the press two good things. I'm for transparency in most cases and freedom of the press in almost all cases. He is not a journalist. He is an activist with an agenda and 
Um, to a small degree, I consider myself an activist. Activists are, by and large, good. However, I would call Bloatbag Jr., the uh, governor of Florida, to be a right-wing activist. Um, I consider Christopher Rufo a, a right-wing activist. Not all activists are good or being an activist for the right things. Okay. Um, and I consider myself far, far left as well. But for some reason, Julian Assange decided in his dislike for Hillary Clinton to try to help the orange sociopathic bloat bag along with his buddies Roger Stone and Steve Bannon uh, to help get the orange sociopathic bloat bag elected president in 2016. And uh, I, I don't know what the source of his animus for Hillary is, and I don't particularly like her, um, and I don't agree with everything that she was for, but comparing how this country would be if she were elected versus what it has become since the... Um, or in sociopathic bloat bag was elected in 2016, who in their right mind would prefer that guy to, to Hillary, all right? Okay, and as a matter of fact, uh, I've kind of stopped reading uh, Matt Taibbi's uh, missives online. Uh, he, for some reason, thinks that this whole Russian interference thing in the 2016 election was uh, fake news or a fraud or, uh, I, I don't know. But anyway, I've stopped reading him. He is just, uh, well, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Okay. Now, compare Julian Assange with Reality Winner. That's her name. Okay, I consider her a true patriot. She doesn't pretend to be a journalist either. Uh, she was a U.S. Air Force enlisted uh, person, uh, an E-4 senior airman, from 2010 to 2016. She was a cryptographic linguist, wow, and was fluent in Farsi, Dari, and Pashto. Those are the three languages of Iran and Afghanistan. After an honorable discharge, uh, well, let me back up. One of the things that she did was tracking drones over in Afghanistan and um, figuring out who was a high target 
a high value target that could be poofed by uh, you know one of our armed drones. Um, okay, anyway, uh, she was so and so and so on. After an honorable discharge, she went to Pluribus International Corporation, and they're uh, uh, contractors that provide services uh, to the NSA, the National Security Administration. There, she ran across a classified document that described Russian military efforts to interfere in the 2016 election in order to get the orange sociopathic bloat bag elected, better known as Putin's puppet. She mailed it to The Intercept, which is a, uh, they are journalists, um, and The Intercept showed it to the NSA in order for them to verify that it was real. Okay, The Intercept's founder, Glenn Greenwald, admitted to sloppiness in the editorial office and because they showed it to the NSA. Well, this was during the early year of the Orange Sociopathic Bloat Bags administration, and it was real. And uh, as a result, Reality Winner was arrested on June 3rd, uh, 2017, by the FBI. And they did not read her her Miranda rights, by the way, which is something that her attorneys uh, used in her defense. Uh, she was found guilty anyway. And um, the FBI, under the um, orange sociopathic bloat bag, arrested her, put her on trial, found her guilty, and she was uh, imprisoned in Georgia. Okay, Julian Assange, to his credit, called on the public to support her, which a lot of people did. Okay, now, she was finally released from detention, you know, with an ankle bracelet and uh, whatever. Um, and she finally was transferred to uh, San Antonio, Texas, near where her mom's house is. Her dad uh, passed away in 2016. He, uh, because of dementia, became an avid Fox Spews listener and uh, eventually passed away in uh, 2016. Well, she's living on her mom's uh, ranch now, and she's, uh, uh, I think, a yoga instructor, or no, CrossFit instructor, and um, trying to, if possible, normalize her life in some way. Uh, so, reality winner, Patriot, versus Julian Assange, just a, um, a whiner. I, I just can't get behind that guy. And the fact that 
he was buddy buddies with that comic book evil guy Roger Stone. Um, it just galls me. They arranged after the uh, they arranged to release Hillary's emails on the same day that uh, uh, the orange sociopathic bloat bag in the pre-2016 election, his famous grab him by the pussy comment, uh, which I don't know how many votes it would have changed, but his MAGA head seemed to like that about him. But... Um, they were coordinated, and uh, Julian Assange did his little bit to um, mitigate bad news about the uh, orange sociopathic bloat bag. And uh, he ended up winning the election, although he didn't win the popular vote. And the rest is fodder for the... Midnight Skeptic. Okay, it's almost time. Play out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www kpca.fm support community radio at patreon.com slash petaluma community access and remember think critically think logically but live joyously and most importantly pet your cats especially pat your cat pet your cats. Okay, it's time, and I'm right on time, so we'll do this again next week, and I'm going to keep doing it until I get it right.